everyone and welcome back to another Giant Sisters podcast with Joe Brothers. Today we have um, Shelley Campbell who is CEO at Waikato Bay of Plenty Cancer Society. Um, prior to that she was CEO of the Sir Peter Black Trust for seven years. Welcome Shelley. Yeah, thanks for having me Joe. Thanks for being here. Um, so we're just talking today and I guess the first question that we have for you is about the power of intention. How did you design your life and career path, or did it just evolve? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to tell you that I had this well-designed, well-thought-out kind of career path, but, you know, the truth is that I didn't, and and perhaps a lot of people don't. Um, But what I did have was the most amazing, generous people along the way who obviously recognised something in me and provided me with opportunities to kind of grow my confidence, grow my self-belief and my skills. Mm. And every time I kind of did that in some small way, it allowed me to just take another step further or out of my comfort zone. Um, And, you know, the beauty of that is, you know, the ability to pay that forward when somebody makes space for you and encourages you. You realise how powerful that is and you realise actually I've got a responsibility to step up and do that for others yeah fantastic so um what advice would you give to school leavers who want to end up in, in a role some some of these exciting roles you've had definitely with the Sir Peter Blake Trust and the great work you're doing mm-hmm. now what what sort of pathway did you take yeah I mean I think the advice that you know that I do actually gives people and you know at the trust we do a sort of a thousand odd events a year in schools all around the country and well, you know, what I've said to people is, you know, find find what it is that you love that gets you excited, mm. but don't just look for linear career paths. Don't just look for some sort of vertical career progression up to be a CEO or the boss. Yeah. Actually look for the learning opportunities. You know, look for the learning opportunities, which are things that you don't know, don't understand, that you want to develop your skills and whether those are working with teams of people and problem solving and innovation and, mm. and understanding how organisations really tick. Put your hands up for those things. And what you find is that when you take those opportunities, more pathways and opportunities emerge. And part of that, I think, is that you just have to trust in the process. And some of the best advice that I have is, you know, don't worry, just trust that you're in the place you need to be right now with the people you need to be with, learning the things you need to, you know, learn and understand. So just have trust in that. And when you do that, you're amazed at the opportunities that kind of open up for you. Yeah, thank you. Now, you've had some, you would have had some uniquely um, sort of interesting experiences, I guess, um, and unique to your career. So, for example, when you're at the Sir Peter Blake Trust, what were some of the unusual average day at work situations? Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, kind of the thing that I've loved most about my life, really, is the diversity of opportunities that I've had and the fact that, you know, every day there's something different, whether that's jumping on Navy ships with young people and, you know, heading south to sub-Antarctic or deep-sea ocean expeditions about the environment, um, going into schools, you know, talking about what great leadership looks like for this mm. country, yes. um, or heading into board meetings, you know, at NIWA, looking at issues for New Zealand Inc., like sustainable seas and our marine economy. Yeah. And I think... Um, that, for me, has kept me kind of really excited. It's kept me learning the whole time. Mm. Um, and it just has helped me, helped shape me as a person in terms of learning to work with others that are really different than I am. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm. Absolutely. And, mm. then, and if we look at embracing the lessons, what challenges have you experienced that have helped shape you as a person? 
Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that became really clear to me um, last year was, and I'd never realised this, but um, suddenly it all made sense to me and I got invited by a young boy in West Auckland to come to his school to talk. And when I got there, he looked a little bit disappointed. Mm. And I thought, surely not, you know, what's that about? And um, then when he stood up to introduce me, he said, you know, this is Shelley Campbell. I know what you're all thinking. She doesn't look like a CEO. She doesn't look like an honorary Navy captain. And then he looked at me and said, and she's very short, you know. And, um, And... The teacher looked mortified and I just started to laugh, but at that moment it became really clear for me what one of the issues that I've had is, and that's that I don't look like a traditional leader or CEO. You know, I'm a five foot three Māori girl from rural New Zealand. Um, I'm not a six foot man with a deep voice and a pinstripe suit. So I think we make these assumptions about what our leaders look like and Mm. how they behave. But for me, the power of that um, for our young woman is that, you know, it's hard to be what you can't see. So if they see somebody like me from my background in a leadership role being successful just by being me and doing what I do, then I feel like it makes leadership really accessible for more people and and kind of more sustainable for our country because we're not saying there's only certain people that can be in leadership roles. We're just opening that up to the potential that we have in this country. Absolutely, that's fantastic. Um, if Sheroes and Heroes, who are your role models, Shelley? Oh, look, I really um, I really like the trailblazers. Yes. You know, and one of the things that I realise is that, you know, the only reason that I've been lucky enough to have the opportunities that I've had in my generation is because of the women trailblazers that have gone before that have done the really hard yards. Yes. Um, and, you know, those are the brave women. You know, those are the Finna Cooper who stood up and spoke, you know, when not everybody agreed with her. Mm. They're the Marilyn Wearings, you know, yeah. and that, time, that era in politics. You know, they're the Dame Margaret Baisley who really has given her life to New Zealand public service mm. and did the hard yards and, and possibly the things that none of us thought were glamorous but mm. were incredibly important to the development of our country and society. Um, and I don't think we kind of value those people in the same way that we do with, I mean, amazing, great sports stars and movie stars, but mm. a lot of those women in those roles, what an enormous contribution they kind of made to our history. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And this, my next question is giving back and tell us about how you support the community and individuals. Well, I know that basically your whole career has been to do that, so... I'll, I'll let you talk to that. Yeah, and I mean, I think it depends what you think leadership for me, uh, for you is. You know, leadership for me is not just about the development of self, but it is about service to others, and it gives me a lot of joy to yeah. do that. Yes. Um, and there's an old Chinese proverb that translates to say that a happy life or happiness is someone to love, which is your connections to others, yeah. something to do, which is, you know, your purpose in life, and something to hope for, which is a sense of optimism around um, the future. And I love that. You know, I, mm. I try to live by that proverb, and that means that I find joy by doing things that are outside of myself for others, whether that's kind of mentoring or coaching young emerging kind of leaders to be their best self, you know, whether that's kind of work in the marae or at schools for fundraising um, for the community. 
um, whether that's voluntary um, time that I give to NGOs to be on their boards and mm. develop strategy. Um, and it feels like feels like a really good use of your time to actually do that. Yeah. No, that's for me anyway. Absolutely, yeah. So um, are there any um, new projects that you or innovations that you have planned for this year? Ah, yeah. So um, probably, I mean, the, the first one really is, it's not um, probably exciting for others, but it's really around the Cancer Society and the work we do in our communities um, to really support people with on their kind of cancer journey mm. and provide the services that they and their families actually need and value. Yes. And we have a lot of great services now, but I want to develop some new service models with our team that just take that kind of even further. Um, there are a number of amazing um, young leaders and Māori women's groups starting to emerge and a number of them are starting to talk about you know, New Zealand contributions to New Zealand Inc. rather than local. So um, one in particular that I'm working on, um, we're looking at how we organise ourselves to actually do quite a major sort of strategic um, piece of work for New Zealand. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, and then, you know, the rest is um, moving back to Waikato Bay Planning meant I spend more time with my own whānau who have goals from doing Ironman next week to, wow. um, you know, actually developing their own businesses. So it will be great to put some time into that as well. Oh, fantastic. Um, so as we reflect on New Zealand's 125th anniversary of suffrage, you know, what are your thoughts uh, on the current status quo in New Zealand and the world for the life and opportunities of women and girls? Yeah, I mean, I actually think it's quite an exciting time. And I mean, it's interesting to notice the different movements that are out there. And, excuse me, social media certainly amplifies that, doesn't it? So, you know, the activities that are going on, we hear about quicker and faster, and it it gives some kind of more energy and momentum. Um, And certainly, while there are a lot of things to address, I think it's a really exciting time for young women at the moment. And you know, particularly in the area of science and technology, um, such huge opportunities for yeah. uh, young women in that space to really kind of lead not just New Zealand-based innovations, but actually be world leaders in that space and be doing work across countries. Yes. Um, and I'm certainly encouraging, you know, young women that I see to, to be really curious about that space. Hmm. But what I would say is that, um, you know, one of my greatest lessons as as a woman in CEO roles is not to forget some of the attributes and the things we do to support each other. And kindness for me is a really underrated but important value in the way that we support each other. I agree. um, you know, sometimes I really just want to stop myself or the woman I'm working with and say, let's just take a breath and are we kind of practicing that kindness and making space for each other and not putting too much pressure on each other in ways that's not helpful. Mm. That's great. Thank you so much, Shelley. Yeah, you're welcome. And what an amazing initiative, Giant Sisters. And I can't wait to listen to the other series that you record. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks, Shelley.